Welcome to Heartspeak Podcast, episode 235, Don't Make a Drama Out of a Crisis. Welcome to the Heartspeak Podcast, where valuable insights are shared that bypass the mind and resonate with the heart. Listen, open your heart, become inspired, find the joy and fulfillment that awaits when you follow your heart. And now, here's your host, Dr. Christine Page. Well, hello there, wherever you are in the world, you're welcome. It's good to be with you. It's good to be back in New Mexico, but I had a wonderful trip through the UK. And thank you all of you who supported me there and joined me there. And now we are into a new phase or an increasing phase of activity. And I've been watching events around the world and there are massive protests happening in places like Nigeria, in Germany, in Israel, and in South America, and in France. And whether you're keeping up with all of this, these are often people protesting against the loss of democracy, where one or two people are deciding, often the leaders, to get rid of a more democratic way of being so that they can become the all-powerful leader. And these protests are very important because this is a time of the people. This is not a time of insular, secular way of doing things. This is a time of opening ourselves up with Pluto going into Aquarius, into new alliances, new communities forming. And I'll come back to that. But not only are we seeing tempers rise and people feeling more aggrieved, we're also seeing this fiery nature happening in um, different warehouses starting to go on fire, or we're seeing derailments in trains, or we're seeing tornadoes, we're seeing flare-ups in the aurora borealis that is come being seen right down into the florida area for goodness sake these are what we call the northern lights so what's going on and we're also seeing within individuals an increase in activity whether it's their mental activity is being stimulated causing mental instability aggressions confusion anxiety but we're also seeing it in the body we're seeing the electrical systems of the body going haywire palpitations again affecting the brain but also the hormones and it feels that what is a natural process to go on in our body the clearing system the clearing of toxins is just not happening so we're seeing more lymphedema we're seeing unfortunately more cancers where things are not being able to set right into balance cancer is where something's out of balance and we're seeing that across the board. So what's causing all this instability, all this imbalance? Well, for this particular podcast, I want to kind of give you a layered response and let you know <laughs> there's a lot going on. Now, on the mundane level, if we can call astrology mundane, <laughs> we, we are seeing now that Mars has now gone into cancer. Yay, out of chatty Gemini, boo! <laughs> but it's gone into cancer. So passion, Mars, in cancer, family, home, the comforts, the need to bring things back to the home. But at the same time, this is what we call an inconjunct, a tension 
against Pluto and Aquarius. So Pluto and Aquarius, I've talked about being this formation of new alliances and communities, new ways of thinking. But Mars in Cancer is very much about this, you know, bringing everything home, the home values, children, what matters is the home. And any of you who have cancer in your astrology chart know that you just want to make people happy, make them feel at home. Here's the co cookies in the jar. Come and have this comfortable chair. I can always tell when I'm around Cancerian individuals, everything is about comfort. And they'll often have the pictures of their family, either going up the stairs or very fully shown around their living room. And I think these are both valuable because I think that why Pluto in Aquarius is wonderful, Aquarius is an air sign. It's, so, it's fairly cool. Aquarians don't like emotional attachments. In fact, this is a really bad <laughs> pairing, if you want to say it. Aquarius is about don't, don't come close, don't, be, don't make me feel dependent on, or don't ask me to be dependent or you be dependent on me emotionally. And cancer is all about coming to this nest. You know, I, I love that dependency. I love feeling that I'm needed. So what we need to find is a balance between those two. And I feel that what's happening is the family values are being attacked at this time. Why do you need a family? Why do you need, why do you need children? Why do you, you know, why do you need to be a certain gender? Why do we need this particular way of being? And that's more of the Aquarian talking. But I would love to see all those family values of compassion and respecting each other and comforting each other and being generous to each other and, and, and literally helping each other, supporting each other, being taken into these new alliances. And I think that's what the challenge is going on at the moment, where when we leave those values, which are not just family values, but human values, we've really lost the plot. And where someone could be aggressive against someone else who, without any reason for being aggressive against someone else, is really where I'm concerned that that individual has no longer got that human connection where they feel that, that they have a right to be loved or a right to be connected in. And I, I think a lot's going on as we're seeing with tragic events around the world, where people feel like an outsider, which is very much an Aquarian idea. And how do we bring those outsiders into the fold? And do they want to be brought into the fold? Or do they want to feel isolated? And this is not a good position for any of us to be living in. Now, at the same time, we have a lot of planets moving through Jupiter, excuse me, through Aries, and Jupiter is one of those. And I'll talk more about the Sun and Jupiter aligning next time. But we have the Sun in Aries, we have Jupiter in Aries, we have Chiron in Aries, we have Mercury in Aries. And this is really, Aries is about, as I say, new adventures, innovative ideas, the hero, but it's also about war and aggression as well. And as I've mentioned with Chiron there, the wound of of war or the wound of battling with ourselves or others has also been brought to a highlight. And so you're, and again, I mentioned this before, but you're hearing the warmonger is saying, let's go to war. And you know, there's a level where we're all saying, this is not what is going to bring our future here, but you're going to hear more of this, especially with Mercury, which is about, about talking and speaking about this uh, before Mercury fortunately will move into Taurus. But the fact of the matter is, 
it may just be talking, but it's also causing some individuals who are feeling left out or confused or energetically stimulated to want to act. And I feel that that's why I called this podcast as I did, Don't Let a Drama, Don't Take a Drama Out of a Crisis. In other words, crises are going to happen. But what I want to say is don't be triggered to go into an old drama. And I'm going to talk more about that. But what happens is that when we carry the wounds of battles, whether it's within our family or within ourselves and feeling unloved, that's easily triggered at this time. And I can only say how important it is. And again, we'll talk about this just in a few moments, but important it is to find your balance, find love, find comfort, find community, whether this is with another individual or with nature, go out into nature, feel the connection that Mother Nature gives us with your pets. Feel connected. That's what I'm saying. When we feel disconnected, we're more likely to be triggered by these other events. And if our stories inside us are all about being attacked or being unloved, unfortunately, when something tips over the there's a tipping point, we're triggered into these dramas and these, um, and to go into action in a very Aries like way, where really it's not about the individuals that we're attacking, it's something that's happened long, long ago. Okay, so that's the unfortunate part is that at this moment, there's like a, this, this pressure cooker that we're all in. And if we have within that pressure cooker old wounds, old dramas, then little events can tip us over. And you may be seeing that in your own life. And what I want to say, therefore, is we're back to my fourth dimensional bridge. You remember that? <laughs> so this is really important before I go on into other reasons why this is happening. Humanity as a whole is being given the chance to step fully into a fifth dimensional or density world, which is already available to us, born on the 2012. But it is a world of unity, connection, love. Now, that sort of love is not just like, oh, I love you, if I may say a more Cancerian way. It's about feeling connected. And if I repeat myself a million times, I don't care. That connection comes from saying, what I do to you, I do to myself. So when we see someone being aggressive against someone, or when I see someone speaking online aggressively or without compassion, what we do to someone else, we're doing to ourselves. That is not a fifth dimensional way of being. We are still living in this fourth dimensional bridge, on this fourth dimensional bridge, the place of creativity, emotions, transformation, but also dramas. So what's happening is the only way we're going to get off the bridge is to take ownership of the, of the creation of the drama or the original seed that we planted that created the story, the drama, that we might be living 50, 60 years on from when the original seed was planted. Oh, many lifetimes. Okay. So when we get triggered and we start to tell our story, 
let that story only be about this moment, this event, this happened just now. What we don't want to start telling or telling to ourselves or <laughs> reliving is, and this just reminds me of what happened to me 20 years ago, and that person did this to me, and this happened this to me, and well, 30 years ago, this happened to me, and this, da, 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 da. if we can tell a story that drags, if you just imagine you're, you're carrying all these balls like a, a prisoner with, with a ball and chain on your ankle, you're like, oh my goodness, here I am. Once that little trigger happens, that little crisis happens in your life, if you then find yourself telling a story that links time and time and time and time and time and time and time, and it's still very energized because you can feel that you're creating a drama in just what is a crisis, and I hope you understand the difference. If that's what you're doing, then this is the time to go back and find the source of that story. Now, this isn't in time. You might say, well, I can't remember. Was it a past life? Maybe I need a past life regression. No, you don't. You need to listen within you. It's not a story in time. It's a story in space. This is where we talk about holograms. Where are you carrying that wound? What is that wound? doesn't matter how many times it got triggered. That's not interesting. What it is, is where is the wound? And what am I feeling? And what, what needs healing at that level? Oh, they hurt me. They let me down. I was betrayed. Whatever. You see, we just keep repeating the same story. That's not important. What's important is this is how I feel. Okay, so we, or I might suggest to you, you know, taking that part of you that was wounded and, and hurt and giving it a hug in a very Cancerian way and say, okay, we're going to heal this. But at the next level, I'm going to say, why did you plant the seed originally? And you'll say, it wasn't my fault, someone did it to me. Okay. But is there any part of you that was accountable for this original wounding? Maybe it was your expectations, as I've talked about before. Maybe you expected things to be different. Or maybe because you've been wounded, and again, I'm now talking a bit of past, but were you carrying an expectation of being wounded from an old wound? Or did you set something up? And that's the harder work because it's only by owning those creations, but also owning our woundedness and healing that wound within us that we're going to get off this bridge. It's big work, my friends, but it's not enough to keep saying this person did it and this person did it and this person did it in these years, 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 years. That's just distraction. Come home and say, why or where am I wounded? What was going on in that moment? And you can just use your imagination. You don't need to know the details. You can say, wow, it feels as if someone stabbed me in the back. Okay. So we, we need to forgive the person who stabbed you. But more importantly, what was I doing to be stabbed? What needs to be healed? Was I thinking that I was the best person in the world and therefore this person stabbed me in the back? I don't know. What part of me attracted that stabbing? This is big work. But it's very important work for us to do. We will never get off the bridge while parts of us are dragging behind us all these old wounds. So the inner work is what we're about. And then 
if something similar happens, we're not dragging all of that emotional baggage into the, the crisis. So we're not saying, oh, there you go, it happened to me again. Or, I think these things always happen to me. See, we're not saying that. We're just saying this has happened. How am I going to deal with it? And you have dealt with it. You know, someone might say, well, I might die. Well, you've died lots of times. You've done this, this thing called dying. And I'm not being flippant. I'm just saying is recognize that all of us have come through huge events in our life, if you're still on this planet, and you've, you've, you've thrived. I'm not just going to say survived. And yes, you've grown. And if you look back, as I often do, and think, wow, if that hadn't happened, I wouldn't be who I am now. It was damn painful. It was really difficult. But it made me who I am. So rather than carrying the story, take what you learned from it. Let go of the rest. Now, this is then taking me to my, my final pieces here. And I hope you understand how multi-layered this is. What's being triggered at the moment, and I spoke a little bit about this time, last time, Pluto is squaring the nodes, south node in Scorpio, north node in Taurus, south node where I've come from, north node where I'm going. So I'm just addressing the south node. South node, Scorpio, tends to hold on to regrets and resentments, I'm sorry to say, Scorpios, and then bring them up at the, right, the best time. It can be very dramatic. So that's what I'm addressing here, this sort of scorpionic south node being triggered by Pluto, who's saying, time to change this, time to bring about transformation. This will go on till June, so you've got a period of time to work with this. After that, they start to separate. But recognize a lot is being triggered at this time. Listening to Elena Danek, who I mentioned last time again, who wrote the book Cedars, which is well worth reading. She talks about how she's worked with magic and magicians in the past. She's trained in a lot of this and how only a magician can unwind the spell or the curse that they put on someone. And obviously, I'm hoping you've not put a spell or curse, but we do it in an unintentional way, I don't know, but where have we had bad thoughts about someone? Where have we even, I've heard people say, I hope they, you know, I hope that doesn't work for them. I hope they, that's a, that's a spell, that's a curse. And so again, Pluto squaring this south node is saying, time for you to go and undo your own curse, because as Elena says, nobody else can undo it. If you've said bad words to someone or had bad intentions towards someone, then undo it. And you might say, what I'm about to say is, even if you've had good intentions, undo them. It's not your job. So even if you're saying, oh, I hope they, they really do well, this is you attaching your expectations onto someone else. Undo it. All right. <laughs> so that's that part. Now, Elena also talks about how the, so I'm going to say the negative ETs have been pushed away from our planet in the easiest way, I'm just going to say at this time, so that their ties, their uh, ability to affect our consciousness has also been diffused. But because we've been attached to that for so long, it means that we there are many who are living in confusion. Well, if I'm not the slave or the one who is doing what other people want me to do, who am I? Which is one of the reasons there's a lot of confusion. And she describes how all of this is being done gently and, and easily because without that, humanity will be in complete chaos because we have lived, you know, at least 400,000 years 
with these controls on us, mental controls. So she says it's taking, we're doing it very slowly. So there's not all the, the group who are working with this are doing it very slowly so that there won't be collapses of our finances, our world, our way of being. But I think that a lot of the chaos that's happening is because these controls have been taken off and people are starting to say, well, I'm not a slave anymore, so I want my freedom, etc., which is you know, going to happen. She also talks about how there's a group, and I, I, you, know, you can read her book, but they are trying to beam new energy or new frequencies into the planet, but they're doing it very slowly because, again, they don't want to affect people. And really, they cannot affect us because, again, we have free will. But it is the reason why many people are feeling or hearing tinnitus ringing in their ears, which I've heard a lot of people speaking about. So she said they're doing it to different parts of the planet at different times. So a lot of that we might call electrical stimulus, nervous system is being updated, rewired. But it's also, as that's happening, it's like, you know, when they always say, when I'm updating my software on my computer, don't unplug this or don't try and do something. It's a very vulnerable time. It's like taking someone off a life support and putting them on a different life support. That's what's happening. I'm, I'm trying to think of analogies. But it's almost like we're in that gap again that we had during COVID where we're, we're like, whoa, who am I? So just relax, root into Mother Earth because she's the one thing that has some stability. And I'm not going to say a huge amount, but there's some stability there. Root into your heart. Trust your heart. Trust your friends. Look for safety. Look for comfort. And so these things are happening. And I hope you understand now why I said it was so multi-layered. My final piece here is what's going on on Mother Earth herself. Now, as I mentioned, she's already moved to the fifth dimension. She is leaving this bridge open, the bridge of the fourth dimension, for as many of humanity that want to cross across as possible. But she is not going to hold on forever. And she also, therefore, is dissolving to evolve, which is why the magnetic field of the Earth, of Gaia, is actually uh, starting to dissolve is is actually becoming weaker and weaker and possibly going to reverse. As this happens, anything that happens on the sun, which is also going through its own transition into the upper frequencies, will have a massive effect. So that last week there was a massive effect on our planet because of our weakened uh, magnetic field, not because the sun was more active. That's what I want to put across. There were huge activities apparently in 1989, 2003, when we saw the Aurora Borealis down in the south, you know, near the equator as we're seeing it now. But it, what now, it isn't because the sun's overactive, it's because we have no magnetic shield protecting us. And at the same time, it's the same idea that we're between, we're in the gap. And so we don't have the same protection because we are willingly now letting go of the old dramas, the old beliefs, but we don't know who we are also. So staying in tune with your heart. So what I'm hearing is we are going to see more unfortunate weathers like tornadoes, earthquakes, really strange weather experiences, nothing to do with the CO2 or the climate change, I'm going to say. This is to do with our weakened magnetic field. And we're also seeing, as I say, uh, Changes on the sun, changes in our galaxy, lots of things are happening. So don't be fooled into thinking that this is all about how you live your life. But how we live our life must be in harmony with Mother Earth. It must be in harmony with each other. We must find balance, whatever way you do that. 
but I would re recommend you stay in your body. So try not to meditate out into the ethers because that's not going to help you. This physical body is the one that's also transforming into that fifth dimensional light body or the light body that already exists in us. And staying in our body is the way through. So finally, deal with your dramas. When you start telling a story, when you start saying, well, that always happens to me, whoa, where am I going? Go inside. Where's the wound? Why is the wound? Where am I contributing to this wound? What do I need to take from it? What do I need to let go of? There are things that we cannot control. What's going on, as I say, in outer space or in our solar system affect our magnetic field. Find ways of balancing yourself, staying in harmony. Don't multitask. Don't let your brain go on 20 places at once. Do one thing at a time. Come home to yourself. Be centered. Be present. And like the dolphins, take on all that wonderful energy. Experience yourself in your fullness. Then let go without creating a new belief. Just take on the experience and the knowledge you have. We will survive this crisis because it's actually a crisis into our evolutionary newness. We need every one of us to not get lost in the confusion that's occurring or the chaos or being triggered. I love talking to you and I really trust that like me, we are the ones who are moving forward, the ones who are perhaps a little bit more clear about our future. And I love you for doing the work that you've been doing on yourself. And until next time, bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the HeartSpeak Podcast with Dr. Christine Page. And please check out all HeartSpeak episodes in the podcast archive section on www.christinepage.com. HeartSpeak is also available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and now playing on Amazon Music and iHeartRadio. You can also watch the archive podcast on Christine's channel on YouTube, and now on Rumble. Connect with Christine on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook, including her newest Facebook group, The Great Mother Calling. Do share with family, friends, colleagues. Join us next time for another edition of HeartSpeak.